Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It is episode 200. Where's the claps? Slow clap. Yay. <laughs> Yay. 200. I can't count that high. Well, we all need that. Shoes. That's why you got computers. Because you don't have that many toes, Brad. But, uh, <laughs> but as you can see, we got a, a few of the, the hosts here for the episode 200. And Luis, don't we have a couple of prizes to give away a little later today? Maybe. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. You got to stick around. They will be randomly replaced during the podcast. <laughs> yep, so we got uh, got 15, 16 people in there right now in the chat. So uh, let us know you're here. Say hi, and uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Because without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this. We wouldn't want to do it to an empty room, because uh, it's no fun without at least somebody to chat and heckle at us. So we appreciate oh, you guys. Yeah, but you're saying that those of us here are not fun. <laughs> Well, sometimes I mean, we have to go alone. Brad, or... maybe, but Eric's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always a good group, and it's uh, fun having the people in the chat, and it's great to to see you guys at conferences too. So, uh, we didn't think this was going to come this far, right, Luis? What three and a half no. years ago, or four, <laughs> whatever? Like, uh, I guess four and a half. It years has lasted. <laughs> yeah. So um, there are a few changes good coming, though. Good surprise. Because. Uh, We've got a lot of great content, and we're obviously at Audis. We're trying to do more and more, and so we are going to make a couple of changes after episode 200, and uh, basically you'll be just getting us every two weeks from now on so we can focus on getting more content out to you in other ways. So we'll still be doing it. We looked at all the content, and half the time we talk about the same conferences and you know a lot of the same information, so we're going to try and compact it into one episode every two weeks. And that way you still hear from us. We can still chit-chat, but uh, we get more content out to you. And that way we can spend more time working on other things like CFCast and webinars and, and a lot of other cool inside projects. Because, you know, Audis, we've got a million things burning at once, right? You guys keep hearing a voice. It's like I hear Gavin's voice, but he's not in the podcast with us. Are you, are you guys getting that too? Only when I sleep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you online listeners, Gavin's video... It's not on the screen. He's our producer today. We we have video of Luis, Dan, and Eric and I. Gavin's the voice from above. Yeah, I was gonna try and jam it in there, but it just didn't you know fit well symmetry wise. So I decided oh, to have one off behind the scenes. So I'll let you guys do the work today. I like how you try to sneak that through, though, Brad. Good for you <laughs> for calling him out on it. <laughs> yep. Don't get away with it that easy. Yeah, so uh, I want to introduce yourself for those who don't know who you guys are, and then we'll get on with the show. So, Luis. Well, I'm Brad Wood. Oh, no, nope, already started. It's too late. Luis yeah. had his chance. I'm Brad Wood. I do stuff here at Ortis. I'm one of our podcast <laughs> hosts, developer on Command Box. Go. This is like the, uh, what's the TV show with the... Brady Bunch. Thank you. This is, we're literally the Brady Bunch. I like. I need to look up and point to Eric, and then Eric can look to his right, point to Dan. We'll go around in a circle. We're probably not placed in the order we think we are. <laughs> hey, at least it's like the Zoom the room. Look at the YouTube stream, and you'll see. I am. Yeah, but the Zoom there room goes go. everywhere. We'll save Luis for last. I'll go next. 
it's me. I'm Eric, Eric Peterson. I also do stuff at Ordis since that's how we're introducing ourselves. Um, yeah, glad to be here. It's been fun. Right on. I'm Daniel Garcia. I too do stuff at Ordis. Not as much as those guys, but I still do stuff, right? Um, fun fact, tomorrow will be my two years at Ordis, if anyone's counting. Sounds Woo-hoo! like you are. Woo! I was. I am. I'm excited. This is great. You should get like a free copy of Command Box or something as a gift. I want a free copy of Command Box 102 Tips and Tricks. Woo-hoo. Great book. Great book. We'll, totally we'll recommend see, it. We'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take 101 Tips and Tricks, Brad. Come on. Sure. They're running waiting for, for Brad's continues. Tips. You'll take whatever I give you. <laughs> you have four and a half tips and no tricks well i guess it's me i'm Luis mahano and uh i've been called a documentation weirdo mm. before i really like it but uh yes and i also do a lot of stuff here at orchard called the documentation weirdo by his friends his enemies call him something different is there a comma <laughs> between documentation and weirdo or just is that one phrase documentation weirdo True, that would change the meaning. You're a documentation weirdo. Weirdo. <laughs> no space. Space. No space or no comma. No uh, space or no comma. It's it's Pascal case. You know what? As long as you Pascal. do it that way, I'll fix it and during the Hacktoberfest and I'll get my stars. So that's how I get all yeah, my shirts same. fixing Brad's documentation. Some Pascal case. I welcome cool. it. Well, I just want to say hi to a few of the people in the chat. So we got Dan Card, another Ordis member. He's been a, a host as well. Uh, we could have fit everybody on here, but uh, we try to get a few of the long-time hosts on here. Sean Odin's in the chat. Hey, Sean. Uh, we see him at lots of conferences. Andrew Davis, who was the original co-host. Me and Andrew started this way back in the day, so cool to see Andrew on there. And then Peter and Mary from the Sea of Wheels team, David Ballinger, who's presented it into the box, and he's a regular at a lot of Audis items. And obviously, well, I don't know who Hypersphere is. They might have to explain themselves, but we know who David Levin is. Um, oh, yeah. He's a, a, a contributor and uh, does a lot of work with the Audis team, and we've been friends with him for a while. Christopher, Where do you see Hypersphere? Oh, I have it in the in live the chat. chat participants. Yeah, if you I go know, to live, look at oh, oh, I see it. Oh, it says, hey, hey. If you change it to yeah. live chat, you'll see all of the stuff, not just the top chat, because sometimes oh, things disappear if you check, don't do that. Oh. Silly yeah. YouTube. No, Kama, I see hypersphere. Identify yourself. Kamasama K is here, so that's Andrew Brown, right? I always get this stuff like that. Yep, he's here as well. Matthew, Matthew Brown. I know an Andrew Brown, so I always get those. Awkward. <laughs> Yep, Calvin Stanton's in the house. He's gonna he's a regular and um there's a lot of great things. He's gonna be speaking at CF Summit coming up here soon. And I don't know who SSS is. James Moberg's here, Scott Steinbeck is here, so Scott. obviously we, we all know these a lot of regulars. It's great to see you guys here. A lot of them are patrons too, so very cool. Oh, there's uh, lots. Is he from CF Camp? Did you guys meet him there? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, so great to have you guys all coming in. And, oh, John Barrett's there. Yeah, Aloha, John, from Hawaii. And he uh-huh. helps run the Hawaii online meetup group, which they have a meetup coming up this week. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, it's great to have everybody here. Thanks, everybody, for joining us and helping us make this 200 episodes. Um, we've still got a few left in us, so come along for the ride. But, uh, obviously, <laughs> thanks to our sponsor, Order Solutions, without us, 
or about them. <laughs> we wouldn't be able to make this podcast, and uh, obviously it's uh, the maker of Cold Box, Command Box, Forge Box, Test Box, and all your favorite boxes out there. So how can we say thanks to Auto Solutions without dropping any money, guys? Don't speak up all at once. Uh, like and star repos on GitHub. I'm guessing I'm not looking at the show notes. Sorry. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It's you sign up for say, like the name got to see uh, reach for the stars. <laughs> reach for the stars and, and, and like then click them. You can jump over to CFcast, sign up for an account there. We will even have a free year subscription, I believe, for CFcast as a raffle. You can go to the Box Life store and buy a cool merch like my Command Box shirt. Server is always classic. Or you can buy you can buy our book. 102 call box HMBC quick tips and tricks. I've heard it's very, very good. I've read it. It is good. Written and by the documentation learn, weirdo himself. Yes. Also learn uh, modern cold fusion. It's actually been updated to the latest and greatest versions. Well, How modern is it? It's more modern than ever. It's so modern. Insert punchline. We're playing the match game now. <laughs> yeah, but so a lot of good options there. Um, so again, like and subscribe <laughs> on YouTube. Um, but yeah, and then of course our Patreon supporters, you know, we've got 40 Patreons right now supporting us, um, and we're going to announce some of the top Patreons at the end of the show, and there's a lot of them in the chat, so can't do it without our Patreons, um, very, very cool. But we've got a lot of news and announcements, it's been a few weeks since we did our last episode, so let's jump into that, and anybody want to talk about Adobe's back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back updates? (laughs) Brad, Uh, I know Brad does. He loves that. Yeah, so we're well aware because every time Adobe makes a release, we update our CF engines on ForgeBox for all you command box users and Docker container users. And uh, Adobe released a, a security hotfix update, and we put it on ForgeBox. And the next day or two days later, Adobe released another security fix update, and then we put that one on ForgeBox. And a couple of days later, Adobe released another security fix update. Um, it's like, uh, Poor John Costin was going crazy keeping up with that. But yeah, there were three updates. Um, and most of them appeared to be all basically the same, which goes back to the stupid deserialization Java issues that is one of those uh, features, not a bug, uh, in Java where you can provide a, a serialized Java class. And if you can get the Java server to deserialize it, it'll execute whatever codes in the constructor, which can be uh, malicious. Uh, and so Adobe's fix of just adding to the like growing list of packages to ignore. Um, they just keep adding to that list. But anyway, yeah, so that's uh, supposedly exploited in the wild. And I think ironically, after the first or second update, when the the hackers who had found it went and released the blog post of how to exploit it, they actually revealed another one that hadn't been patched. And then they like pulled the blog post down and that was what triggered another Adobe update. But uh, anyway, so if, if you're on Adobe Cold Fusion 2018, 2021, 2023, make sure you're up to date and make sure if you're not using the Adobe installers that you have those JVM arg set that the tech note talks about. Uh, it's also worth noting 2018 is basically out of support. I think the core support ended on that like last week. And so Adobe gifted you with, I'm going to say one, but three, three final <laughs> security updates. Uh, but in theory, there'll probably be no more security updates in 2018. Um, 
And the only thing sadder than that is every time this was released, people would come up and be like, does this affect Cold Fusion 2016? Or, you know, insert incredibly old version here. Uh, the answer is, yeah, yeah, it probably does. And no, there's probably not a good way to work around it. You get an update. So, yep. Lots of fun security updates going on there. Good that they jumped out so quick. And, I mean, like like you said, one after the other. I think it was the 11th, the 14th, and the 17th. It was really... <laughs> Back to back to back. And there is more information on those security bulletins and the CVEs that it uh, pertain to if you follow those links that we posted in the chat. So very cool. cool. To follow up with Brad, on July 13th, Cold oh, Fusion 2018 uh, ran out of cold, uh, sorry, core support. It will be supported until 2024 on extended support. That usually just means they'll help you get to 2021 or 2023. Right. Yeah. Adobe has officially said extended support does not actually include any fixes whatsoever. It includes upgrade assistance, which isn't really support at all. But oh, that's neither. Don't you get that for free when you uh, buy a new version anyway? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're going to help anybody upgrade, obviously. So the extended support window is kind of a joke, in my opinion. But yeah, you're, you're on your own if you're still on 2018 get the get the heck off that thing i guess the good news is if you're running cold fusion 5 you're not using java yet so you're probably safe <laughs> and i'm sure that's the only problem you have to worry about if you're on cold fusion 5. if they switch the command box we'll help upgrade them right brad with a smile something like that the command box pro yeah command box pro will solve everything somehow mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. cool well next up we have news and releases. Obviously, there were a lot of releases we just mentioned because Adobe's updates. But uh, Lucy's been pretty busy too. And so they had a couple of releases 5418 and 54217 uh, yeah, stable releases. And uh, it's fixing one of your query or query bugs, Brad. Was that you that had the bug, or did they fix somebody else's query or query bug? It wasn't. I'm trying to remember now. It wasn't even actually a bug. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. It was a query that used to fall back to the HSQL DB implementation, and it used to work there because it was never actually implemented um, in the native query query. And they updated HSQL DB from 1.8 to 2. Point something as part of their uh, push to get all the CVEs out. Um, and 2.0 is a, a major change and a major version update of H, uh, hypersonic SQL. So it has some breaking changes. And so those queries no longer work anymore. Um, I implemented some code just to implement that functionality in the native ones or didn't need to fall back. But yeah, there's, there's been a, a handful of little uh, things that changed uh, all related to update in the underlying library, which is an interesting conversation we were having today is how you deal with major updates to a, a, a implementation detail library that potentially have breaking changes that your users see, even if it's maybe a, a minor update um, or a patch update on your end. Um, of course, the, the hallmark changes in Lucy's releases are security related. That's the main reason they're having yeah. them. So they pushed out the XML XXC um, mitigation as well. So yeah. during Lucy. That came, that came to the 5.3 branch as well. You're still back yeah, on they, that. They backported that several, a couple versions. I, I actually, I know, I need to, I need to ping Zach because there's some other security stuff they don't mention. I don't know if it's because not it's not in this or if it's just because it's being security fixed. But either way, you definitely want to get on the later versions of Lucy. So 5.4 has some breaking changes because that second number for Lucy is what they consider major, paradigm.major.minor. So they 
dropped the ORM extension. They've changed some default settings. So if you go from 5.3 to 5.4, keep that in mind. You may run across some, some breaking things. But if you have to pass like aggressive, not aggressive, but just security scanners that scan every single jar on your hard drive, you're going to like the 5.4 series the most because that's really cleaned a lot of that up. And dropping some of those extensions they used to include is how they got rid of the rest of those CVEs. But the 5.3 um, series does have most of the security fixes if you're not ready to do the testing required to make that jump to 5.4. Very cool. So it looks like uh, Lucy Zero came about. Luis, did they talk about that at CF Camp? No, I don't think no. Zach did that until after CF Camp. That's like the yeah. week after CF Camp, he was playing around with that. So yeah, so apparently Lucy Zero, a lighter Lucy Light. <laughs> they already had Lucy's Light, so this is Lucy <laughs> yes, Zero. And so now it's meant to be Lambda friendly. So new smaller Lucy distribution without admin or docs bundled. Very interesting. So reduce the jar size mm -hmm. by two makes and avoids expanding them on install. So it makes it a lot faster and there's a lot less to, des to deploy. So what do you think about this? Do you, is it getting close to like the mini box and everything? Or is that what, you know, like, so Pete has his fuse list and does stuff there. Is this another good option? Do you need, has anyone read much about to it? Honest, to be honest, I haven't looked at it yet. I, I saw the tweets and the messages. Um, I haven't played with it. I've still just barely started playing with the single context stuff in Lucy 6. And I don't have enough free time to uh, to mess with all this. I need to check and see what else is removed from it. Because um, it would be nice to uh, update command box to stuff like this, but it depends on what it has removed. Because if it has stuff removed right. the command box needs, then it it might not be useful. We'll right. see. Just docs it up, and then you might better get away with it. So that might be cool. But I know that, yeah, there's sometimes the extensions need to be installed again if you need them. So, but very cool. So Lucy's been busy. Adobe's been busy. Lots of stuff going on. Hey, we've been busy. Oh, we have been busy. What have you been working on, Daniel? I know you're presenting. Is it today or tomorrow? Tomorrow, thankfully. Uh, but we'll get to that when we get to the uh, that section. Yep, for sure. So cool. let's move up to webinars, meetups, and workshops. And, uh, we had one, um, I guess, last month now, June 23rd. <laughs> so um, I don't. I think we forgot to mention this last time, so I wanted to throw it out there that uh, Mark Takata did an intro to Cold Fusion 2023 with the Hawaii Cold Fusion Meetup Group, and the recording is online, so I'm going to share that. But you want to tell us about the next one, Daniel? we got another one coming up this week from uh, John Barrett. Yeah, this Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific time, um, Charlie Earhart is going to talk about the uh, CF schedule tasks more than uh, more than you uh, know and should. And whenever you see Charlie, you know, present it, you know, Charlie could present the phone book. I'd want to tune in and watch it. So <laughs> just, you know, tune in. It's like yeah. an Andy Kaufman joke or. No, it it's literally Charlie. Whenever I go to conferences, if Charlie's presenting or Pete's presenting, I'm like always there for their presentations. So I'm either um, learning something really good or Pete scared the heck out of me with something. Uh, wasn't it the Andy true. Kaufman movie movie where he did like a stand-up thing and he just started reading the phone book? Wasn't that? He did. He okay. did. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> well, I don't know. Two things can be true at the same time. Maybe I am still wrong. <laughs> not, not rule that. Anyway, check, Pete, check Pete scares out. me sometimes. Yeah. Well, it, you should. It, yeah, if you're not scared, you've got something wrong with you. <laughs> So even if you think you've got it covered, you're still like, oh, oh, I better double check that. Or maybe oh, I and that, Pete, or... 
he's speaking of Pete, he has an excellent page on his site that shows all of the XML uh, external entity stuff, which Lucy addressed and Adobe addressed fairly recently as well, because Maybe both engines did completely different, uh, completely different uh, implementations on that. So Pete always has a page that helps iron all that stuff out. Yeah, the greatest thing with Pete, he's like the nicest guy too. So go figure. Yeah. Doesn't have to be mean when he's got security on his side. <laughs> yeah. So I like as Daniel was saying, Charlie always gets to the bottom of it, does a lot of research and that really fills out his topics. And so if he's doing one of scheduled tasks, it's probably nothing more thorough than that. Because the docs are pretty light uh, on scheduled tasks and there is a lot you can do with them. Um, so they're always improving too. So a lot of new stuff coming out. So it'd be good to tune into that one. And then we have some more from Adobe as well. So it looks like Mark Takata is uh, going to be, I think it's Mark, uh, on the 26th, so tomorrow. 10 a.m. Pacific, he's going to be doing a talk about new administration features in Adobe Cold Fusion 2023. And we got a couple more coming up um, next month as well. You want to tell us about that, Eric? Sure thing. We got uh, Adobe's um, Road to Fortuna series, their new administrative features in Cold Fusion 2023. Skipping ahead to August 9th, there's a Cold Fusion workshop at, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern. And then they're going to talk about the new Google Cloud Platform features in Fortuna on August 25th. Yep, and the Google Cloud Platform guy, I believe, is going to be presenting at CF Summit as well. Oh. So they're going to bring him along. It's pretty cool. They're adding more and more features into Adobe 2023 to be able to talk to uh, all those different engines. So pretty cool to have the evangelist coming out and doing that. Some new faces, new new topics. So. Okay, well, we've got some big releases to CFCast. Luis, you want to tell us what we just rolled out recently? Ooh, drum roll. Wait, do we have a drum roll on our soundboard? No. Get to it, man. How about this? I might have done that. I apologize. That one. <laughs> I have a gun sound. That's it. But our new series is Into the Box 2023. So if you were not able to come to the conference, all the sessions were recorded and they are now available. The link is going to be posted in the channel and also in the show notes. But uh, they're available for everybody to consume. So if you actually attended the conference, you got them for free. Yay. And uh, yes. And if you did that, well, for a small charge, you can get all of the videos. I think there are over 28 videos, I believe, 28 sessions. Uh, so lots of great content available to you. So. Uh, and that way you can also uh, help us and support us. So uh, we'll be putting the link. Oh, there's the link. And there's a yay. Yep. And then uh, we, we will be releasing that to normal, you know, paid, uh, paid subscribers, <laughs> but after an exclusivity, exclusivity window of about six months. So you guys will get them um, just like all Christmas the other time. versions. Yeah, about Christmas time. But we do have that. Um, obviously, into the box, we're not Adobe. We don't have um, you know buckets of money laying around for marketing, so uh, these definitely helps to to pay the way, so we can try to at least get close to breaking even. Off. Wait, you don't keep your money in buckets? Mattresses, in... mattresses, man. <laughs> Memory foam are way better, way more predictive with a fire. Anyway. I was gonna make a Kansas joke, but I lost it, so never mind. <laughs> 
yeah. But uh, of course, we also have some Forge Box uh, videos of the week and the VS Code Hint Tip and Trick of the Week as we release the the episode. So check that out. And Eric, you got a few things on the on the coals, right? On, a couple of on the docket, yeah. Cold Box Elixir, which I'm uh, still working on editing right now, and um, makes me want to do the Vite one because Vite is nicer. Just and, what, and tell us what Coldbox Elixir is for any Coldbox Elixir is a build tool. So all of the fun JavaScript and CSS building that you need to do nowadays, Coldbox Elixir can help you handle that. Um, and then yeah, then I'll be doing uh, getting started with Inertia JS, which I also get to do uh, what's a couple months from now at the Hawaii Cold Fusion meetup. So. So since we're talking about CFCAS, this might be a good time to give away something. Ooh. Yes. And what? I think Eric should give it away since it's a brainchild. Give it away, give it away, I'd give it away. I'd be happy now. to. I... Do you know? Nope. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Right. If he leaves, all the video's going to get messed up. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everyone's going to be split. Oh, Gavin, how to get the list of everybody in the street. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. He's back. You got a little blurb. So. Ah. Okay. Can you hear I was, us, Eric? I can he's hear like, you. And he's right. like, congratulations, that person. You won. You, you, <laughs> moving on. You okay. froze up right as you started to talk. Yeah. Oh, I... We need a way to get a list of everybody that's in chat, right? Or in watching the video, Gavin? I guess we need to ask who wants a a, a paid membership to CFCAS. And yeah. if they say so yeah. in the chat. I believe then... if you type in chat, then we'll be able to get your name. But if you're just watching, I can't, oh, I can't copy you out. <laughs> well, I'm going to say there's a participants window, but this doesn't it's, show everybody. that It's only the people who have typed in chat recently. Okay, so you got to type something um, in the chat right now, so you'll show up on our participant window. And then I will grab your name and stick you in raffle see. box. We have quite a few views right now. It's really cool to see. Great Desmond. Ah, spam Carl. the chat. Spam Six. the chat. No, no go. lurkers. Go. go. Well, Eric's going to get that ready. And hey, why don't you have him work <clears> on that while we talk about the next item or something? Yeah, so he's going to get that ready. Thanks, everyone, for chiming in. You're in the draw now. Oh, SSS apparently wants to be in there, too. But let's move on to the next thing, and we'll announce the winner there shortly. So conferences. Um, I think, Daniel, you should tell us why that conference is so cool, since you're there right now, hiding from the here. keynote on the video with us. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm here in beautiful Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin, um, next to like End of the Box and CF Summit. This is my favorite tech conference to go to. It's a polyglot conference, so no particular language, just all a bunch of tech people coming out here. Um, they also have a professional track and a family track. And so I'm presenting tomorrow on Postman and all the cool things you can do with Postman. Um and then my son is presenting, he's nine years old, he's presenting Rubik's Cubes. So he's in the family track presenting, I'm the professional track. You get to meet all sorts of really cool people. Uh, even one of our presenters at End of the Box this year, uh, Keith Casey, I had met at that conference. And he came out to End of the Box and did a great job for us. And it's just really cool to be with this many people. I would say 700 to 1,000 maybe total attendees. Um, 
it's just it's really cool. I wish all of you could be here, not in my room, but at the conference. <laughs> and you haven't said the best thing. There's two amazing things there. There's water slide water park, right? Built into the, the center. Yes. And there's a bacon buffet. Like yes, bacon Wednesday buffet. night is the bacon fest. They actually have a, a pig roast and then a bacon buffet on Wednesday night. Um, there's a water park. If you know anything about the Wisconsin Dells, if you don't know, Wisconsin Dells is a huge touristy water park friendly resort type area. And so the property we're at has a water park inside and outside. And so uh, you don't have to leave the property to go water parking. And so oh, just, cool. yeah. So they do this one in the summer and then they're going to be in Texas. Um, and next January, February, I have to check the date. So they're they're trying to do this twice a year in Texas and in uh, Wisconsin Dells. This is my third time attending, second time presenting. Just love it. That's awesome. So now we're, I think we're ready for the announcement of the Sea of Cass. We are. We are. I hope you guys put your names in there. I got everybody that's commented. And I mean, do you want me to share my screen or just tell you what Rafflebox spits out? Just tell us what Rafflebox spits out. It was Drumroll and Jordan Clark. You have won a year subscription to CF Casts. Good job, Jordan. Better than a bacon buffet. <laughs> Last longer, at least. <laughs> I know. Yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. So we have another prize we're giving out a little bit later on. So stick around. We're not so, done Jordan, if, and Jordan, so if you want to pop your email into the, the chat, we'll make sure to send that coupon your way. Or if you want to just miss this for a live box team, we can do or that. Or email us or yeah. Any way you want to get us your email. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Okay. Well, we still have Ooh. some more conferences to talk about. So Adobe CF Summit West. Uh Brad, are you excited for Adobe CF Summit? It's one of the, the bigger ones out there. You're always talking about marketing budgets and how Adobe uses all of theirs on that. I don't know. They haven't picked any of my sessions yet, have they? <laughs> not not uh, so far, but they're still, they're I'll still be, working on it. I'll be more it. excited if they pick me to speak. <laughs> uh, I'm always excited for, uh, for CF Summit. It's Vegas is big and loud and flashy. Just like, and Just like you something like that uh no i mean it's always a fun conference it's the biggest cold fusion conference that happens right now and uh has always got good food and a crazy after party you just scream to be heard at your voice is hoarse the next day when you have to present um <laughs> uh but it's uh it's always a lot of fun and right. i mean the, the cold fusion engineers come in from india which is the only time you really get a chance to actually see them in person um and we have uh, an Ortis, Ortis training happening as well. So, yeah, it for sure, be a good time to be had by all. Yep, um, the prices have gone up. They did have the early birds until um, the middle of June, but right now, one ninety nine for the session pass, which gets you to two days and you know four meals, basically two breakfasts and lunches, and probably a party too. They have the first day party, and they're always a lot of fun too. So one ninety nine is a great deal, and like I said, they heavily subsidize it. You know, Adobe throws their marketing budget at you, so you can enjoy that for a great price. And if you want to stick around for the third day, you can do that professional pass through the certification um, with Adobe, or like oh, yeah. Brad said, if you prefer, you can come to two day training with uh, Luis and myself and uh, Cobox Zero to Hero training. So it's a two day workshop. So some of you guys have seen we offered in a one day, you know, jam pack session, but this is a two day, so we can take a little more time and uh 
Luis has some information on uh, the deals we have right now, right? Yes, actually, I'm, I'm putting it right now for today. There you go. You can see it. Uh, we'll put it on the show notes, but we're on the giving mood. That's uh, 25% off uh, for uh, the training with Gavin and myself. And it's a brand new training. Um, we'll cover lots of great goodies from Cobalt 7 to migrations to seeding. Uh, to unit testing, to integration testing. So lots of cool stuff to get you from zero to hero. Yeah, uh, yeah 25% discount today. And we're going to be really close to the Mirage, so you don't have to worry about you know having to get from one location to the other. It's just a couple of miles away. Um, we're right next to, what well, is it still? Over the shower. Yep. Yeah, focus how exactly like Ooh, close to meat. Top Golf, top you know, close to Starbucks, uh, chicken and waffles, all the different things you need. A couple of different hotels if you want to jump from the uh, the Mirage over to one of those. So, lots of great uh, options there. Really close, nice little um, small. I like the small classroom setting of our workshops. You know, like sometimes you go to places and there's just millions of people. You know, usually we yeah. try and keep it under ten, so that way you guys get a lot of time and you know, attention. So that way we can really help you get all the way from, you know, like I said, a zero to a hero. Um, no one gets left behind. And at the end of the day, you've got a, a functioning app and you've learned a lot on the way and, you know, take it home. And usually I recommend walking through it one more time just to get more familiar and then you start using it on your own project. So a lot of great, a lot of great insight there. And it's perfect for someone who's done another framework or maybe new to frameworks altogether. So and sometimes we even have people that use Cobox a little bit. They want to just come in and just get everything, get immersed, do it right all the way through. So, um, yeah, we've got quite a few people signing up already. So hopefully you guys can join us and we'll have a great time in Vegas in October. Yes, definitely. And, uh, you know, that's how we always try to keep it, a, a, you know, manageable in that sense of being more intimate, right? So I think that has always been since I started this these trainings back in 2008 or nine, I think. So I think my always my focus was to to be able to to also network for people, right? And be able to to address all of their issues. So but it's kind of our, our mantra to have them more intimate than, you know, twenty people, thirty people. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah, I mean the the Adobe workshop was good. There's a lot of people we learned a lot. Uh, I did that one last year to to get certified with Daniel. Uh that was good too. But and Sean and I think, Sorry. Sean Oden in the chat. Yep, that's what he said. Uh, <laughs> if he gets invited to speak at CF Summit, he's got the wife to agree to go to, and they're going to renew their vows of Alvis while they're there, and we'll all be invited. Nice. As long as oh, I'm... man. And now he's... I want to go. <laughs> and now he says uh, he's not really sure it won't conflict with one of the orders training days. So <laughs> that makes it a, it a little different. But yep, that's pretty cool. And yeah, James Moberg said he, got, uh, he made it one of the photos just. And those six photos on the homepage, I'm in it three times. So James is in it once. Uh, a few of the other speakers are in there too. So it's Adobe knows when they have a winner, Gavin. It's when you're like everywhere. Yep. Speaking of which, so far they have announced the first wave of speakers. Luis and I are on that list. George Murphy, Charlie Earhart, uh, a lot of good speakers are on that list. But they're still working on the second wave. So there are more speakers coming, more sessions coming. So there's still time. Uh, I know that. 
Daniel and Brad and Eric submitted stuff. Hopefully they'll be there too. And it's always great to have everybody come out and chat at the booth. So whether we're speaking or not, it'd be great to see you guys out there. I know James came and told to us last year and we do a little live podcast there. We'll try and do that again this year. So a lot of fun. But then uh, into the box of Tam. Do you know much about that yet, Luis? We got November 30th is the date. Any more details you can yes. hide? We do. We do. So uh, we have a venue. And we have our sessions. So they're going to be published in a couple of days here. I'm actually working on the deploy script uh, for the new site. So uh, it should be available pretty soon here. But uh, yes, it will be in El Salvador, uh, November 30th. So we highly encourage people to go there and visit. It is very, very safe uh, today. So you can visit and have fun with everybody in Latam. And uh, the new venue is actually a university, the University of Business in El Salvador. And it's a huge venue. We can fit up, up to like 200 folks. So it's very, very interesting. And they are also uh, great sponsors for us as well. And it's called the SN uh, University. We'll put links on it as well to give them promotions because they, they basically donated the venue to us, um, uh, which is really fantastic. And we're going to have lots of goodies and lots of food and even a, a barista station for immediate cappuccinos as well. Ooh, hear that, Brad? Or wait, are oh, you yeah. allowed back? Uh, I don't know. I'm not speaking this year. Let's see if I sneak in or not. I think the Maybe. issue, Brad, is not, eating. is not eating this year, Brad. That's well, the issue. Yeah, I just got to lay off the ceviche. I've, I've eaten myself sick both times I've been in El Salvador. <laughs> I just can't. I can't put the food down, man. All the plantain uh, chips and the limes and the I don't think the plantain chips would get you. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. <laughs> Ceviche, man. Brad is banned from El Salvador until he can build better flora in his gut. <laughs> that's, that's why I need to go more often to build up my <laughs> my, my, my gut for it's it. It's a good point. It's a good point, Brad. We'll definitely have to consider that. We have some other hot off the press news for ITB 2024 because this is even news to me. Luis is putting some extra stuff in the chat. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, yes, sure. We should announce it now. So, ITB 2024, we announced the dates uh, at the conference, in which we already knew that May 15th to the 17th of 2024. Uh, however, we did not announce where, and we have two cities now as the candidates. Um, Washington, D.C., and Ooh. Boston. So we have two candidates, so we will no longer be in Houston for the moment. You should, so vote, you will... should vote in the chat if you want to influence us one way or the other. Well, it depends on how much they charge me, so that might be more interesting. <laughs> I didn't say I'm going to listen to you if you vote. I'm just saying you should vote. When he says Washington, D.C., or Boston, he means nearish. <laughs> yes. So Washington, D.C., we already have a location in downtown D.C., close to the Palm Circle. Uh, we're negotiating right now uh, how it's going to be, but we're very excited to bring this to the East Coast. Uh, so very exciting about that one. And then Boston, we're still we're still in in talks in several venues, but uh, those are the two cities right now candidates. So we'll actually know hopefully by August, and actually call for speakers should be out in August as well. Uh, we're doing everything with ample time. And uh, early, 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 super early bird tickets are all actually already available. Uh, August. So we can actually purchase. Yes. We call these the blind tickets. You're going to buy it before you know anything else because you know we're going to do it right. 
But at least yep. you know the time zone, which is, you yeah. know, pretty important. Yeah, May 15th through 17th. You know that much. You don't even know what city it is. That's really blind. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Usually you just don't know who the speakers are yet or whatever. But now you don't even know what city you're going to be going to. But, yeah. D.C., Washington, D.C. or Boston sounds fun. Yeah, Boston. so May 15th through 17th Boston. next year. Um, yeah, put it in your calendars, block it off, inform your your family you're going to be gone. And, uh, you know, usually you just want to fly on the day before, make sure you're there for the workshops as well as the, the conference, and uh, don't rush off too early the, on the day off. So, and, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be interesting to see where we end up. Oh, and maybe should we announce the other announcement on it? Gavin, that we talked about? I or don't do know. Forgot? I guess you should tell us. Yeah, like, I remember. He has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Everyone, me. close your ears while Luis tells us what he's talking about. We will have we will have three sessions that we discussed with different with uh, with different uh, levels and different things. You mean uh, three things tracks? We wanted three tracks. Level track, same deal. What are these tracks you speak of, sir? I don't know that the names have not been decided yet. But there will be three, so it's even a more blind ticket now. But like, there's, tra- there's track immediate advance suit. There's yes, there's there's a track A, a B, and a C. Oh, okay. How about A two and C. Anyway, we got lots of options. I think we're getting we're getting off track here, guys. Yeah, I'll say Us? Luis got to put some flair on it. I'm sure it'll be something interesting. So a little be... bit of salsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah something very but uh obviously lots of conferences to finish off the year uh if you want to find out more comps.tech have a lot of different conferences up there and you can find some in your area so let's get into the blogs again we've it's been a couple of few weeks since we've done it so we've got quite a few blogs um ben nadal has been busy um with his blog post so he has the spread operator cannot replace struct base argument collection and cold fusion i saw you commenting on this one on twitter brad so you want to tell us a little bit about how you mean x down. he was commenting on x on x yes it's no longer twitter come on oh. your, your image is out of date it's just an x elon's <laughs> updated the logo you're I've... so far behind the times i actually i read oh, that man. yesterday but i ignored it because i thought it was stupid <laughs> um, hey that's brad's line <laughs> yeah. uh, no i had replied to ben but i was just being grumpy about the fact that i didn't think spread was that big of a deal in cold fusion since we already had argument collection and i think the gist of ben's article was basically adobe didn't really think this entirely through and it doesn't work very well heard <laughs> so the normal but yeah so if you want to go well through, i think can... i think that... Well, I, I I have to to say something. But at least, and I think the spread operator is, is is definitely needed because you not only need it for method invocations, you also can use it to compose other objects as well. So I think that it, it has a, a another functionality that is just apart from argument collection. Yeah, it definitely looks that weird right. when you dump it, dump the values out. It does some strange stuff. Now the question is, did it did it right? That would be more of the question. Doesn't look like it. Apparently the answer is no. <laughs> I don't and I don't think I don't think Lucy is implementing this, right? No. No, I created I tickets for them because I was updating the modern TFML book with this. And so yeah, so spread operator and the and the rest operator as well is not done, as well as the, the array destructuring as well. 
Yeah, I was gonna say the spreads are nice, but where's our destructuring? Like, how many yeah. times have you wanted to just pull out the two keys from the struct you want, or the one thing from the array, and you have to yeah. do all the dumb checks? Well, it's in Adobe 2023, but not in Lucy. So tickets are there. All right, is, good job, when Adobe. When will it be done? Well, if it's question. in Adobe, it's gonna get done, right? Because they're committed to compat. So could be, could be. Well, there's yeah. there's tickets I've had in for years for compat, but I'm still waiting uh, on. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. like I, I the, you... the ability to leave off the parentheses and the single argument closure. Still waiting on that. Adobe has yeah. it. Lucy doesn't. Yeah, and this those types of things like uh, Scott says he uses it all the time in JavaScript. He wants it in CF, and you know, for a lot of developers, they sort of start with JavaScript because it's a catch-all, right? And if everyone who goes from JavaScript can easily just transfer their their current skills into cold fusion because it's similar syntax and, and everything else like it's a good way to, to to sort of move so if we're compatible and it actually works the same it might be easy to get more cold fusion developers from the javascript world so that's not a bad thing especially since most people are alluring it to start with but um, they've got to do some stuff right, and apparently Ben said something else struggles. The whole fusion Elvis operator struggles with nested array references. So. See that that headline should have been shorter. It should have just said Adobe Cold Fusion Elvis operator struggles, and then you could just. You can end it. <laughs> well, maybe he's got a series, and that's the name of the series. But uh, I feel like I struggle with that operator. Like I'm using it, and sometimes I have to wrap it with parentheses, and sometimes I have to. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> Do something, well, and sometimes it works. <laughs> Lucy also has that issue, and they changed. There was a, a a breaking. I say breaking. There was a change in Lucy a few versions ago in a minor release that adjusted like the order of like evaluations. And I had a few places in command box that had parentheses, but that's more of a parsing thing. Adobe's issue with Elvis is that it's a unholy concoction of null coalescing <laughs> and shortened ternary, which makes it basically worthless and. As such, we have stopped using Elvis in pretty much any of our cross-engine compatible libraries like Coldbox because it's freaking worthless. So Elvis has left the building, Abraham. There might be a few some there <laughs> that will come to bite us at one point. So, Yeah, the, the, the problem is, well, there's several problems, but there were like three releases in a row where Adobe kept waffling back and forth and what Elvis was going to do. And it was just tons of like misunderstanding and confusion in the community at the time of if Elvis was copying other languages like Groovy, which has a completely different truthy-falsy concept in Cold Fusion, or if it was just pure null coalescing, which is what it appears to be, but it's actually a shortened ternary in some languages. Anyway, so Adobe would make it do one thing, and like a few people in the community would all scream and be like, no, you idiots, you did it wrong. And the next update, Adobe would flip it, and the other half of the community would be like, no, you idiots, you did it wrong. And after about three releases, Adobe just like, left it they're like that's it we're done we're never touching this again <laughs> and they haven't touched it since and my ticket for unfortunately they left it in the stupid state and so i have a ticket in there that's like please fix all this and i don't think they care the their their official word on it is oh that's how we designed it and my official word is you designed it dumb please fix it um lucy at least will just say oh if this doesn't this array doesn't exist then obviously i'm not going to go down the, the path where w says it doesn't exist in the first place so i'm going to throw an error instead you know, you almost have to put the the little. I didn't think Adobe had issues like that anymore. Well, look in that blog post. That's what they. It's for nested arrays. They don't do it for everything, but for the nested arrays, it says, "Oh, you're looking for an item in the array that doesn't exist, so we can't look three levels deep to give you an you know an empty string back." Right, because so... the the question is, is it only if you encounter null when dereferencing the last part 
of the expression that Elvis kicks in, or is it if anything in that expression is null? And Lucy pretty much wraps the entire like left-hand side of the expression in like a try-catch. And if just anything blows up, dereferencing any of it, Lucy goes, all right, Elvis will take over, and yeah. you get... You get the other value. Yeah. Between Elvis and the safe navigation operator, just throw question marks all over and see if it works. That's oh, you can't I do. use safe nav. You <laughs> can't use safe nav. That's all kinds of broken in Lucy. Every you try to use safe navigation, you get these weird low like bytecode errors. No, no, Man, can't use Brad, that. Brad, you're either. ruining my joke. Come on, because the CF engine's ruined it first. <laughs> oh, man, just years you're of frustration. You're making me change my code right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 95% of the people who use safe navigation don't even need it because they have Elvis at the end of it, and it renders it pointless anyway. Well, if you're using good. safe navigation hey, you and you know have an Elvis it makes, after it, why? why are it you makes doing? us feel better. That's why, Brad. <laughs> you get paid by the character of code you type. <laughs> All those extra question marks show in our code that we really don't know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The question marks are an outpouring of your brain. You're like, I don't, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I don't, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, next up, we have one from James Moberg. And so he's going to be talking about creating isostring, so a user-defined Ooh. function, to replace the date-time format for ISO. So I guess he's saying that uh, it doesn't do a very good job, <laughs> so he's made his own. <laughs> uh, we see a little trend here, everybody. Um, yep, and James is in the chat. But, but yeah, so that's basically... Uh, the date convert function has been able to convert from local to UTC and vice versa. But basically, he's got all sorts of issues with date times, and I don't blame him. Those are like the worst things, almost as bad as the Elvis operator stuff. So he's talking about how he's, he's had plenty of problems. Well, the, ma the majority of issues in the CFML engines behind these dates, because I have to suffer through them, is because they still rely on the, the old Java date package. Right, so the new date packages that were released in JDK seven actually are are much better, but obviously the engine not using them. Don't you right? know, Luis? Um, JDK seven is far too recent for us to be using. I know, I know. But yes, there is a lot of pain uh, when doing a lot of date formatting stuff. I mean, for for example, all the callbox schedule tasks, we had to create our own date utilities, and now they're actually date delegates, so you can use them in your application. But um, yeah, the, the actual new date package in, in, in the JDK are, are, are great. They're functional. Uh, they have lots of great utilities. So I would really recommend that you look at them. Uh, they're also in the Java, in the Cobots core uh, packages. You can use them as delegates. So they're available in Waterfalls, Logbooks, Cashbooks as yeah, well. When Luis but, says uh, functional, yeah. he doesn't mean they function, i.e. work. He means they're higher order functions. They use functional programming anyway. But they so, also uh, work. But they James, work, right? is, James's function improves on just doing like a date time format ISO or ISO 8601 yeah. by letting you pass in time zones, by passing in different um, format values besides just ISO, uh, some standard ones, and truncating it to the precision level that you want. So if you use date time format with ISO, you get whatever the local server is, not whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's a nifty little thing. Uh, yeah. You should throw this up on. I have a porch box. Porch uh, box. Well, I have a library too. I called it Coda because I needed a name, um, and it's just date helpers because we needed some. So yeah, you want to send a pull request? I'd take something like this. I do ISO dates all the time. Very cool. Bring it. 
We also had a bunch of those security patch blog posts. There was I said three in a, three and seven days, so those are all in here. But we're not going to go over those again. Um, I guess we'll we'll post the links to them real fast, just so you can get them if you want to. But we have a couple more blog posts here, and uh, let's see. The next one we have was Benadel talk about oh, how okay. Cold Fusion returns nulls but dates. Oh. Let me take this one because this hit me <laughs> in QB. So QB for the longest time has returned everything as an array, right? Because who wants to do queries? Yes, come fight me. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to update when I dropped 2016 support to using the return type array because why wouldn't I use the native stuff, right? And quickly ran into a regression, which is this. If you are doing a return type array, cold fusion, instead of returning an empty string for null, which has been the default for who knows how many versions of cold fusion, it will return null as if you had full null support on, uh, which of course breaks everybody's expectations. So uh, short story is QB still does its own array conversion because you can't trust the engines. <laughs> There's my rant. You're welcome. Yeah. Undefined. Welcome. Does it do undefined or null or uh, undefined in Lucy is null, so they they can't make up their mind about what to call it. So oh, I guess it depends on how you dump and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> so if you have full null support on somehow, you never notice this. But <laughs> if you don't. Um, he said it happens in uh, what version? I don't know if they fixed this. No, it looks like both 2021 and 2023 still do this. So, yay. Well, we also ran to that fun bug in 2021. Capitalizes yeah. <laughs> struct key names when you're using a closure instead of a predefined function, too. So yeah. there's always fun so stuff. A struct <laughs> with a key and a value that's like function or a lambda, it will capitalize the left hand key no matter what you did but if you instead pass a reference to a function it's fine so adobe parser fix it yeah that was fun because when you do a, a you know a count in quick it messes up the the casing so and then on some databases they care what the name of the like keys postgres are. yes exactly that was fun and then i share it tried on every version of cold fusion and all of them work except for any version of 21 so it works in 18, 23, even going back to like 10, but oh, whenever closure started. Anyways, good times. So fun, fun, fun. Find a job. So if you guys are here because you're not working right now, um, there are seven okay. jobs listed this month, and we've got a whole slew of them here. But you can go to getcfmyjobs.com if you want to find out more about any of them. So you guys want to read some of them off? Uh, sure. There, well, just, there's a lot of them, and the time is ticking. So we got jobs in Virginia, um, India, uh, remote position in the U.S., uh, three to six months contract in the U.K., another one in Virginia, and another one that just says United States, United States. So I'm not sure where that <laughs> is, but <laughs> got the, you know the continent, at least. Yep. Okay, so yeah, go look at getcfmyjobs.com and uh, look on the CFMO Slack and the box Slack because we have job channels in there too. So, module of the week before aircraft run off to a meeting. 
megaphone <laughs> module of the week. So I want to tell us, what is your megaphone going on about this time, Eric? All right. Yes. It's been a while since I've released a new module, right? CBQ was the last one. Um, so this is protocol based because that's one of my favorite things. And it's about sending notifications. So we're talking uh, text messages, email notifications, maybe Slack, maybe uh, to the database. And you're going to show it in the little bell icon, maybe WebSockets. Um, it's going to handle all those. Right now, it handles database because that's what the client that asked me to build this needed. <laughs> um, so this can send notification classes uh, or items into the database. It can be different per the person that's getting the notification or team or entity, whatever that is. Um, so yeah, you can check out the the docs for it. And we're going to be building more. Uh, I think uh, we have WebSockets and email coming up next. Um, but just a nice way I've used this in a couple places where we just wanted to send a notification to multiple channels at once. And this is a nice way of handling it. So called it Megaphone because I wanted a cool name for it. And there's an emoji I can use whenever I want to talk about it. So I, I, like double, I saw a double. I think Gavin, Gavin cool. wanted this a long time ago, right, Gavin? Yeah, well, Eric and I have sort of been using this approach, just not a module. We sort of Eric built something yeah. based on some Laravel stuff or similar stuff, and mm. it works really nice. We got three different versions of it within like four apps with the same client, it seemed like. We're like, eh, we gotta do this eventually. So yeah, someone actually drew it up. But uh we got um a forge box uh, yeah. drawing we want to give away here too but yeah this I, I will say uh it can be used in cold box six but if you use cold box seven there's some awesome delegates you can throw in around your code to make it even easier so yes delegates for the win delegates are exciting yeah. so Let's... i still have the list if we're doing a giveaway i do want to check real quick that nobody else has joined or talked lately <laughs> Put in the chat, so, people. If you want to win a Foldsbox Pro account, say hi in the chat real quick, and then yeah. we'll make sure we get your I, name in the list. I have the list from the CFCast one, so all those people are still in, but if you've joined since... This is a one-year subscription, correct? To Forgebox Pro? Correct. Right? Right. Oh, Joe Dixon's in there. Sean Odin's in there. David Levin. Oh, David's already got Forge Rocks Pro. I'm yep, not surprised. Say some of the some of the see if oh, Patreon. Sorry, some of the Patreons who are bronze or higher will already have the Forge Rocks Pro. But James okay. Moberg. Okay. Well, we can give it a few more seconds, but I've gotten everybody so far. Oh, Scott Steinbeck. Well, he was in there before, so he should be. Eligible. Do you want to talk about the VS Code extension while I get these names? Sounds good. So next up, we have our VS Code extension of the week. And this week, we're going to be talking about Postman, because Postman has a VS Code extension Postman. now. I know you're a Postman fan presenting on it tomorrow, Daniel. Are you using the IDE extension? No, because I just saw this last night. <laughs> Ooh. And so uh, I have not played with it yet. But I don't have enough time anyway because I talk too much. So I will be checking it out. Okay. So for those who are looking, yeah, it has the basically, you know, I think it's Electron app. So they basically just ported it straight into it. So when you open up an item, you can send it right in VS Code. So you can just basically run your stuff from there. It has all the, wow. the same benefits. 
of using Postman. You can sign in. So if you're on a free or a basic professional plan, um, you should be able to load up all your workspaces and everything and just start sending requests. So, you know, make your request, both, save it. I both love this and this is going to mess up VS Code for me because I already have way too many tabs open. <laughs> and these all open in new tabs, which is great. But, I mean, I have a new window for Postman. The I guess the good news is I can use both. And they yeah. all sync. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I love the idea though. You should yeah. check out uh, Postbot if you're doing Postman tests. I discovered that they're a little AI tool that is so awesome. So, anyway, it's pretty cool. You can do WebSocket stuff too, WebSocket posts and stuff. Very cool. Yeah, keeps your history as well, so you could resend them. A lot of cool stuff here. So, Hello. All right. We ready for the Forge Box drawing, Eric? We are. Here we go. Drum roll. And Thomas the McKay, you have won Whoa. a year subscription to Forge Box Pro. Very, very Gotta cool. Go build more stuff now, Thomas the McKay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so again, you're saying. Reach out to us either on Slack, send us an email, um, give it, get us your email somehow, and we can get that subscription over for you. Very cool. And so Joe asked Daniel, does the post bot use AI? Is that what you said? The post bot's the test tool, right? Yeah, it's a little uh, widget within Postman if you go to the tests, because they had some good documentation to click to help write some tests. But if you actually tell Postbot, I want to test my data that the as an array with three items and the third item has this value, it'll literally write the test for you. And it works. Oh, wow. It's awesome. Yeah, I was blown away. That is pretty dang cool. And if you were, want to come to Wisconsin tomorrow, you'll see a little bit of that in my session. Very cool. I can't spell. Okay. Well, I'll give up on typing and just click the next button. So <laughs> last but not least, we have our Patreon. So a lot of the Patreons are here in the chat. And again, we wouldn't be able to do this without them, would we, guys? Uh, we got a lot of great people supporting us. So we've got about 40 members. We have one that... Um, couldn't actually pay through Patreon because of uh, country code issues. So we have 39 listed on the site, but there are a lot of great packages. Uh, we've got starting at $10 a month and going up and up and up. But again, you get some cool perks. And some of the perks we have at being a Patreon supporter, um, again, is Forgebox Pro and CFCast if you're a bronze or higher. But they get some cool stuff no matter what level, right, Daniel? I'm sorry? Um, the Patreon perks. So Yes, for bronze packages. Um, and up, you get a Forgebox Pro. Since you didn't win, you get that as well as the cast subscription. Um, all Patreon supporters have a profile badge on the community website. Um, all supporters have their own private form access on the community website and their own private channel across the Box Team Slack. Um, so lots of perks you can get us. You can ping us. We uh, we monitor those things. We'll answer you. And yeah. Yep. And then uh, yeah, obviously the oldest. Um, community site. Brad does a lot of work on there. He's always answering questions. Uh, I don't know how he finds time to be on 500 slacks and community support and they actually do <laughs> some work and sometimes coffee. sleep. But, lots uh, of coffee. Yeah, lots of coffee. But uh, if, obviously we have a lot of patrons. We can't list them all because we just got too many. But uh, we'll have Luis read the top patrons here and we'll have uh, Brad read the, the other patrons because we got even more. So we just want to thank each and every one sure. of you guys for personally supporting us because yeah we couldn't do this or all the 
all of our other projects, open source, you know, the community members is what help us get through. So thank you. For sure. I mean, all the, all everything that comes into the patrons is you for all the open source initiatives we have, um, which is a lot. I mean, believe it or not, we have over 350 open source libraries that we manage. Uh, 351 is the megaphone. I didn't account <laughs> for that one. So, um, yeah, I want to thank John Wilson from Synaptrix. I know he's done a great job in supporting us. So thank you, John. Uh, Tomorrow's Guide. I don't know that's a company, I guess. And then Jordan Clark as well. And then we'll give it to Brad. Yep. All right. So got some more music to play while I read these names. Oh, yeah. So I got Gary Knight, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Carr, Jeffrey McGee of Sunstar Media, Dean Mounder. Oop. And music's too short. Start it again. Kevin Wright, <laughs> Doug Kane, Nolan Irk, and Abdul Rahim. Thank you so much to our top Patreon supporters. Yeah, we got many more Patreons. You can go check them out on autosolutions.com slash about dash us slash sponsors. So thanks each and every one of you. And yeah, thanks guys. I can't believe we made 200 episodes and many more to come, right? So crazy part is how many have we each been on so <laughs> lots stats module stats module oh yeah <laughs> didn't go that far but uh we have a a lot of great people uh watching it just shows i mean we've got over 100 people on here right now watching this so it's not really wow yeah so thanks everybody for watching and tuning in and yeah give us some feedback thanks and um like I said tell your friends we want more people to to see what's going on in the community subscribe and this is a great subscribe yep. yes hit the subscribe button on youtube we did it's that free thing. it's free for sure so thanks everybody you guys have a great one and we'll see you in a couple of weeks for the 201st episode and yeah and hopefully we'll see you guys at cf summit and of course the workshop so thanks everybody have a great one thanks for coming see ya show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like spotify or itunes we also have the link to youtube to find more videos just like this the music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.